Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. Today is the 24th of August. It is also the opening ceremony of the Paralympics and here at TDA we are more than excited. Everybody needs a bit of a distraction and there's nothing better than these inspiring athletes to get us there. Sam, what else is making news today? I'm really happy the Olympics-sized hole in my heart will be filled. Elsewhere, it's all about COVID-19. I hate to bring anybody that surprise, but the virus is dominating the headlines. We also have some more news from Afghanistan. And then we're going to take a deep dive across the ditch and look at New Zealand's current threat from the Delta variant. Yesterday, New South Wales recorded 818 locally acquired cases, and we know that at least 42 of those were infectious in the community, with several hundred still under investigation. Sadly, there were also another three deaths recorded. Over in Victoria, there were 71 locally acquired cases, and 55 of those were infectious in the community. This is not a good number for Victoria to be seeing, and here's what Premier Dan Andrews said about it yesterday. Uh, At least 16 of those were in isolation for the entirety of their infectious period, but obviously 16 out of 71 is a significant concern. Finally, the ACT recorded 16 locally acquired cases, and three of those were infectious in the community. On a federal level yesterday, the federal government announced that childcare services who are in a Commonwealth-declared hotspot will be eligible for payments of 25% of their pre-lockdown revenue. That's a lot to get your head around, but basically the payments are expected to be made available to around 3,600 services in Greater Sydney, about 900 after-school services in Melbourne, and almost 300 services in the ACT. Every day for the past couple of days, we've been bringing you news from Afghanistan about how Australia's rescue mission is going there. Yesterday, we found out that another 470 people had been rescued by Australian forces. The most recent rescue flight included Australians, Afghan nationals and British citizens who were taken to a nearby military base in Dubai to be processed. And this has been the same process as we've seen with all the other rescue flights. This brings the total number of people who have been rescued by Australian forces to 800 since Kabul fell to the Taliban just last week. And today's good news, you cannot go past the start of the Paralympics. You'll be able to watch the opening ceremony from 9pm tonight on Channel 7. Australia has 179 athletes competing across 18 sports, with 84 of those athletes making their Paralympic debut. Tonight's opening ceremony will last about three hours, and the theme of the opening ceremony is United by Emotion. However, just like the Olympics opening ceremony, no fans will be present in the stadium. Things in Australia at the moment seem pretty grim if we're talking about COVID-19, but it is largely a universal experience. And one country that, at least personally, I've always looked to as the gold standard for the elimination of COVID-19 is New Zealand. I don't know why, but it's always stuck out to me that the boys from the Inspired Unemployed have actually stayed in New Zealand over this whole time because it's been a place where you could ski, live freely, work freely and move around. However, that has all changed in the last week. Here was Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern speaking at a press conference yesterday. Delta has changed the rules of the game, but we've changed our approach too. We've hardened our alert levels, widened our contact tracing, required more mask wearing, and we are testing more people. It is absolutely possible to get on top of this. We just need to keep it up 
and ensure that we're not in restrictions any longer than we need to be. So here's a basic rundown about what's happening over the ditch. They are now in level four lockdowns across the entire country, and that's because the country's Delta outbreak has climbed to more than 100 cases. 72 of those cases are linked to other community cases, and the main concentration of cases is Auckland, and Auckland's lockdown has actually been extended a week longer than the rest of the country. For the rest of the country besides Auckland, they'll be in this strict lockdown until Friday, and it's being heralded as some of the strictest lockdowns in the world. Of course, the big question on everybody's lips in New Zealand is where did patient zero come from? And genomic sequencing has traced the original case identified in the Auckland cluster to somebody who arrived on a red zone flight from Australia. This person entered managed isolation at Auckland's Crown Plaza Hotel. Now, this managed isolation program is a little different to the hotel quarantine program in Australia, but nonetheless, the Kiwi government have actually put a halt on new people coming into the country, even if they are from New Zealand. That delay should only last a couple of days, though, until Kiwi authorities get on top of the outbreak. They're attempting to contact about 14,000 close contacts. Only half of those have been contacted so far. Now, the key thing to take away from New Zealand's experience at the moment and what we're looking for in the next week or so is that they're still chasing elimination. Zara, can you quickly take us through what exactly the elimination strategy is and how that's different to what we're currently moving through in Australia? So elimination is what the title would suggest, is that it is to eliminate any trace of COVID-19 or any other infection for that matter from the community. So when New Zealand talks about an elimination strategy, that's about getting down to COVID zero and maintaining that COVID zero. So maintaining no cases in the community. That is very different to the reality in Australia. While leaders have never said that we were seeking an elimination strategy. Last year, the strategy was an aggressive suppression, which by all suggestions was basically just synonymous to elimination. But that word was never used. But now we're facing a very different reality. In New South Wales, we have over 800 cases a day. In Victoria, it looks like cases are climbing. The ACT hasn't managed to get its outbreak under control. So now we're having the conversation about whether we try to get those cases back down to a really low caseload or whether we live with it in the community. And that's the jargon that political leaders, especially Prime Minister Scott Morrison and New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian, they've been using that very specific language in recent days. Australian cities are actually being used very closely by Kiwi authorities, including the Prime Minister, to explain to New Zealand what exactly the choices are ahead of them. At the press conference yesterday, Jacinda Ardern talked about Melbourne and the ACT as examples of cities where they have bubbling low numbers. She, of course, didn't use New South Wales in that example because New South Wales numbers are getting a little out of control at the moment. In some ways, it's like looking at a version of Melbourne or the ACT a couple of weeks ago, and it'll be really interesting to see how New Zealand manages a Delta outbreak. It does feel like on this side of the world, there's a sense that we're doing things for the first time, like we're seeing Delta unleash itself for the first time, or that it is untrodden territory, when in actuality, that is not the case. The Delta variant is present in most countries overseas, and there they are living with it but with a much higher vaccination rate. So that calls into question how Australia and New Zealand will deal with COVID-19 when we have high vaccination rates, but still presumably some cases in the community. 
For more on our ongoing battle against the Delta variant, make sure to check out The Daily Oz on Instagram. It would also mean a lot if you guys left a review on this podcast. We'd really love to know what you think, and leaving a review can really help us as independent media to make a difference and help us get noticed by other listeners. Have an epic Tuesday.